PJ Ewing, you are listening to Lester the Nightfly. This is a very special show. This is not for the faint of heart. This is rock and roll. I'm not pulling any punches. This is turn it up, top down, lots of guitaring. Van Halen will play a role in our show a few times, that kind of show. This is summertime rock and roll with a special guest, and his name is Steve Furman. Steve, welcome again, man, to Lester the Nightfly. Oh, thank you, my friend. It's so <laughs> nice to be here. I appreciate you. This is like a tradition. We have officially made this a tradition, Steve. Well, right? you do it twice and that's it. It's a, it's a tradition. married. So as long as you don't go the third time, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> we did a show last summer and it was about rock and roll and guitaring. And Steve told a lot of wonderful stories you may remember. Steve, I've had very, very few people return uh, to the show, meaning a second, uh, those that are very, really good at this, they get a, an invitation to come back. So you're in a very select list. I am very honored, my friend. I really <laughs> am. And when you asked me, would I come back? That was, that was one heck of a great honor to say yes. So I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Oh, let's do well, it. Let's rock and roll, man. It's rock and roll, man. And that's what we're doing. We're doing rock and roll and we're going to just play you music guys. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some memories and some of the bands a little bit. And this isn't going to be deeper intellectual. This is about really listening to great rock and roll music that I hope evokes memories in your brain about instances where you, when you were young, because uh, frankly, all of this music is really reaching back to the eighties and nineties. Uh, really not much, maybe a little 70s, but we're, we're reaching back. We're both in a similar age range. So for us, this is youth and this is metal and this is summer and sun and girls and cars and all that imagery of, of youth in the United States. Although I'm speaking for both of us, I'm sure we're both going to have different you know recollections of this this stuff as we go. Yeah, you even got a Budokan in here in 1978 from Cheap Trick song. 78. See there, I, I almost forgot the date. I did. <laughs> Cheap Trick will play a role. We've got some cars, Super Tramp. That's the kind of show you're involved in. If yep. this is not your kind of thing, this is the time to go. <laughs> I'll see you next week on Lester the Nightfly because this is going to be loud and metal and fun. All right, Steve. We'll kick, well, let's kick ourselves off here. Let's kick this show off with some music. What are we going to start with? I believe we're going to start with some Van Halen, Panama. Yeah. 
run a little bit hot tonight I can barely see the road from the heat coming up Reach down between my legs Ease the seat back It's just in your face. Panama, bam, 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 Panama. Just a good, good, good rock and roll song that just, you know, really rivets your body. Amazing. Amazing. It's all about the guitars. And we lost, uh, it was a couple of years ago, or was it three? We lost Eddie Van Halen. I think it's going on three years. Three years. Say, yeah. Everything that I think is two years ago is actually three years ago. I know, the second pandemic. Yeah, it got in the way of my years. I've lost years, I think. Uh, that was Panama Van Halen. Really, really beautiful record. Let's move on, though. Let's go to a couple in a row, and then we'll talk about them. We've got Rockaway Beach from the Ramones, and then Working for the Weekend from Loverboy. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Rock, rock, rock away, bitch. 
It's rock and roll. It's Lester the Nightfly. It's Steve Furman. We just listened to a couple amazing tracks. I would say Rockaway Beach, Ramones, that's very East Coast. I didn't know that one as well, Steve, I got to be honest. And then Working for the Weekend, I think we all knew that from Loverboy. What, what, do, you, what do you think of when you think of these tracks? I'll tell you, the, the Ramones, they got three chords. Some of the best chords you ever heard. <laughs> You know, just they put some songs together with three chorus band and lover boy. You know, I think back to being in the Marine Corps back in the early 80s when when they really came out and hit it hard. That was just one of my favorite bands, you know. So short story, I uh, live in New York City. And so I was out with my wife and my children about three months ago here in 2022. And we were in the Catskills. And we were in this little town and we were visiting friends who had just purchased a couple of things. They bought a golf course and they bought a home and they had six acres in this cool house on top of a hill. Like, oh, wow, well, nice. You know, it was wintry, springy, you know, barely warm enough. And there we were. And, you know, we had a great weekend. And then at the end of the weekend, the former owner visited. He happened to be in town. He said, yeah, I used to live here. And, you know, I was two how, two owners ago, you know, and we all had drinks on the porch and sort of ch chatted a little bit in the afternoon. And then toward the end of the conversation, he's like, you know who used to own this house? You know who built this house, right? And our friends happen to be Chinese and Albanian and really not from these shores, did not grow up in the United States. And they, they said, no, no, we don't. And they said, the Ramones. This is the Ramones house. They built this house when they were the Ramones. You know, this is their place. And then it was sold and sold and sold. And now you own it. <laughs> so wow, that's so cool. there I was. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> they got that's out fun. of Rockaway Beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. New York. But lover boy, lover boy working for the weekend. I mean, that that lives. You know what that cover, that very sexy rear end of a guy in what's it, leather pants? Leather red pants. Red were leather. we allowed to like this when we were young, or do we I, I think the chicks dug it. The chicks dug it and we were like, Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. We kind of yeah, got past. that. Sure, I could do that. <laughs> I could do that. No, not really. No. Actually, lover boy, um, sticks and um is it Ario Speedwagon, I think, are doing a tour right now. Actually, they're out there in the streets, man. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone, spoiler alert, we don't have any sticks and we could have. <laughs> and we should have. We should have. My friend Jamie Cordell from Michigan, from high school, obsessed with lyrics and sticks and meanings and sticks is uh, uh, yeah. what a miss. Well, next time we'll include some sticks. Oh, Shaw's got one heck of a voice, but yeah, next time. And next I think time. I had him on the last one. So yeah, we had some sticks. Oh, we had some sticks. But we're moving on to something that I added to the list. So what happened, everyone? Steve brought a list of great rock and roll songs that he imagined for summer. That's the theme. And as summer's about to hit us. And I said, great, great, great. And then I wanted more. And so I added a few tracks. The next one I added, this is I Want You to Want Me. This is Cheap Trick from Live at Budokan. I want you to want me.
So I was in the Marine Corps in Japan and our propeller on our ship broke and we ended up stuck or for about three months waiting for equipment to show up in uh, Yakuska, Japan. And we saw Queen live at Budokan. And it's really a unique experience because the Japanese um, police really don't want you jumping up and down. And we're a bunch of Americans who haven't seen sight nor hair or anything else of anything American short of a rock and roll band for a while. And, you know, um, just basically we're freaking out and screaming like, yeah, I got our shirts off. And we're jumping up and down and, you know, it's like singing all the songs and the Japanese American and Japanese nationals, rather they're called, would wait till the song was over and just clap like no real emotion. It was just kind of surreally weird, but we didn't care. We jumped around and act like a bunch of crazy people anyway, but that was uh, quite an experience to see Queen at the same location that um, Cheap Trick played at. It's really Beautiful. Cool. Beautiful. All right, we're going to move on to what I would consider the perfect pop song. And then we're going to hear another song that's amazing. These are two in a row. This is It's All I Can Do from the Cars and the logical song from Supertramp.
So I'm so glad you included Supertramp. Let's talk about that first. That is a uh, a great band that I think is, I really think Steve has been forgotten. I hadn't thought of Supertramp for a very long time until maybe two weeks ago, and then I went d- deep. I started obsessing over Supertramp, listening to all their songs, including the Logical song. I don't think they're being played like I think they should be. That was a staple from my high school years. And then I'll just say, It's All I Can Do by The Cars, a band that I love. I saw them once. It was terrible. It was god-awful. It was... uh, They had the record Panorama, which was a miserable, horrible failure. And they decided they wanted to just play Panorama. That was it. (laughs) And we didn't get to hear anything until the very end they played something good. Like, I was so disappointed in that show. However, I still love The Cars. And It's All I Can Do, I believe, is literally the perfect pop song the way it's recorded you hear the guitars moving from left to right you hear the the complexity the, it's like a perfect studio recording what do you think of these two um i remember driving around in the 19 i think it was a 78 or 79 ford pinto <laughs> with like six of us or seven of us crammed into it just blaring the cars as loud as we could because that's all we could do <laughs> excuse the pun but it's true you know we just loved them they were great a uh, logical song, you know, um, I honestly, when I first heard them sing, I thought it was a girl singing. I was quite surprised that it was that it was a guy. And Supertramp absolutely inequivocally have not gotten their due. I think they should get a lot more airplay. They've got a lot of great lyrics, a lot of great music. And I, I don't think they get played anywhere near as, as much as they should. It's really unfortunate. Are all these songs from Breakfast in America? I wonder. Super Tramp. The logical song logical is. Logical song is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was their record. I mean, it's it's funny. Isn't it funny that bands have trouble getting that second record that the sophomore slump or that, you know, and they're so gifted and we, the music is just as good. We just kind of lose interest as good as they can be. That's why you look at the Van Halen's um, and many others on the Beach Boys and, you know, Toto, Boston, these bands, many of them were able to sustain, uh, but, but often like Supertramp, I don't think could, they, they didn't really follow up with more after that, that Breakfast in America record. No, and it's really unfortunate too. There's been a lot of one hit wonders out there while they were more than just a one hit wonder. That's why, you know, some people make it and some don't. They can just keep reproducing that phenomenal, amazing music that the DJs and the rest of the radio stations want to play. And that's really what makes it, you know, something available to us. If it'll make it available to us, we just move on to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Great, great, great songs. Well, East Coast girls are hip, I really those styles they wear and the southern girls with the way they talk they knock me out when i'm down there the midwest farmer's daughters really make you feel all right and the northern girls with the way they kiss they keep their boyfriends warm at night i wish they Oh, 
Steve, this is our first entry by the Beach Boys. I mean, they are quintessential summer music. We're going to have a few more. Um, how does how do the Beach Boys fit into your world of rock and roll? You know, when 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 you talk to me about coming up with some songs that I love during the summer, the Beach Boys are are just quintessential group, all about the beach, California. You know, what I picture, I'm an East Coast kid. You know, what I envision California was like back in the 60s, you know, and even the late 50s and and just hanging out and surfing and chilling with your tops down and impalas with, you know, uh, the tops off and, and, and everybody having a really good time at the beach. And the Beach Boys, forgetting the name of the band, I think all of their songs really, in um, you know, embodied enjoying themselves in the sun, in the beach, in the water. And that's what it was all about. It was our ideal, really, California, I think. If you didn't grow up there, and if you did grow up there, it was normal to go to Zuma Beach and and wave wave surf. And, you know, but for us, it was so exotic. Did you ever spend much time in L.A., California, the beach? No, but I actually did spend um, eight years in Miami Beach, Florida. So I have spent time in the beach in the early 70s. Um, growing up there as an adolescent in my, my mid-years, like from 7th grade to 11th grade. So I just spent some time there.
know, they have a ton of songs out, but no, I don't know Make Believe. I know. I was quite surprised. So you stumped me on that one, my friend. Yeah, I, I got to say this, and I don't, you know, like we never know where these things come from, right? Well, it was a number of years ago, four or five years ago, and it sort of rang in my head and I started looking, right? You know, like you do in Spotify, Rosanna. I'm like, wait a minute, that's not it. There was this song that I remember and I started digging and it is not on the top 10 songs from Toto. And I, I knew it was on the record with Rose, Rosanna. Rosanna, right? That was the- Yeah, Rosanna. That Rosanna. Was like one of their biggest hits. Right, That was probably their biggest hit. And uh, you start going a little bit deeper into that record, and there it is, Make Believe. And for me, there's a moment in the middle of that song where it just soars. Everything comes together. You've been following the rhythm. You, you've got the refrain. And then it does a little thing, and you, it's about a 10 seconds. You kind of get lost in the middle of that song. I adore it. And I, I frankly, I don't think I listened to it much when, I, when it came out. I think this is sort of one of those... Uh, you know, fragments of memory that kind of just stuck with me somehow. And now it's, it, I, I have I'm not embarrassed to tell you recently within the last number of years, I've put that on repeat for half an hour. I mean, it's, wow. for me, it's, it's that it, it got into my, my, my blood somehow. And I just adore that track. Another band that didn't get his doing or enough play on the radio. And it's, you know, it's really unfortunate. I'm sure we would have all heard that song make believe if they gotten more play. And you can go onto YouTube right now and you can see them within the last two or three years, recent times. They look great. They sound just as good. I don't know the name of the singer. His voice is just as good as wow. it was 40 years ago. They're, and, and they're all now in HD, beautiful live recordings. Go, go to um, YouTube. You'll find amazing Toto. Wow, that's cool. I'm going to yeah. do just that.
of the memory that that sparked this put so near. There was a, a a camp, and it was a, a kind of a resort like camp where people would spend the summer. Kids would spend the summer, and they're thirteen, they're fifteen, and they're starting to date, and they're starting to make out, and they're starting to drink, and they're starting to get into trouble. <laughs> and that was not my world. It was right near where I lived, but it was kind of a. Uh, uh, I went to Catholic school and so my life was more regimented and I remember spending one day at this sort of campground camp area, very large area in the, in Michigan. And I remember it was twilight and we had to leave. We had been visiting with my family, my sisters, et cetera. And this song was in the distance and the kids were just kind of, they maybe took a nap and then they were going to go out to the cantina and they're going to hang out and they're going to, you know, get into trouble as the evening went on. And I had to go home in the station wagon with my parents back to our house in Farmington Hills, Michigan. And all my life I've attached Don't Look Back from Boston with that summer that I never had, the summer of girls and kids and hanging out that, I don't know, I was nerdy and goofy and I don't know, it just, it just didn't fit into my world that summer that this song represents. That's why I put that on this list. And and I'm glad you did because I was the guy that was was... The one you were don't looking back at. Damn, you were hanging Sorry. out with the girls. I was hanging out with the girls, chasing the girls, at least. That's for sure. And and there I was just, you know, wishing. Darn oh, it. I feel horrible for you. You now. should feel terrible. Man, I do. <laughs> I honestly do. <laughs> wouldn't it be nice if I could be part of that? Uh, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice?
That was the Beach Boys. Wouldn't it be nice? Thank you, Steve. That's a classic uh, from the Beach Boys. You cannot go wrong. That's one of the sweeter songs I think ever written, to be honest. Yeah, it has a great melody. It, it's just, I, I think sweet probably the proper word for it, but it's just a great melody. the night away van halen that's a song that does not fit van halen somehow like it it, it isn't hard rock it's a, it's again it's a it's a hang out with your friends in the summer kind of evening song it doesn't it doesn't rock really um no but you know it's it's dance the night away's harmonies that i think make it such a special song and that's why it's in there beautiful it's like the way that they harmonize when they when they're singing it did you prefer uh van halen with uh uh, David Lee Roth, or did you go to Sammy Hagar? What, what did you? What's your oh, opinion? You mean Van Halen or Van Hagar, as, ah, I, as I like to call it? Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I and and don't get me wrong. I I think Sammy is an amazing musician, and and I think he really had a lot of great songs with Van Halen. But to me, David Lee Roth is Van Halen, and that's just I, I think 
because I grew up with David Lee Roth as the lead singer of Van Halen until they split. So did you see them live? Yes. I, I did too. I never saw them with Sammy. I only saw them with David Lee Roth. Agreed. Ditto. It was Cobo Hall. It's no longer there, I don't believe. Cobo Arena, Cobo Hall in downtown Detroit. And wow. it was replaced by other venues. It used to be where I think they played, um, I think the Pistons might have played there. But it was, uh, it was a place to see bands. I saw Jay Giles there, and I saw Van Halen there, and it was memorable as ever. Um, and that was with David Lee Roth. I never saw Sammy. Yeah, Jay Giles is a band that, that just, I don't think, got its enough play. Just Freeze Frame, around, Centerfold, no. Love Stinks. <laughs> oh, my God. So many great songs. Right? There's so many great bands out there that just, you know, for whatever reason, just didn't get the due they deserved. Yeah. Really unfortunate. That's yeah. why I think what you do with this show is just amazing. We're shedding light on, on stuff here on Lester the Nightfly. You're listening to some great radio station somewhere. Every week it's different. You never know what you're going to get. And in this week, you're getting Steve and PJ talking about summertime rock and roll from the <laughs> 70s and the 80s. And it's our memory, our lives. I hope you can relate. I bet you have memories from these songs. Everybody that's uh, over 45 probably does. Uh, they're familiar in some way. And, you know, you, right now, Steve, this was our high school, our college, our Marines, our our music of youth. These are oldies, man. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy that all of a sudden, poof, they're old? You think the pandemic made us old. I think back 40 years ago. That's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And I don't feel that old. Can't no, lie. I mean, that's the funny thing. I think for anyone that's like, who are these old guys talking about Van Halen? I mean, we, we for us, it's as fresh as it was yesterday. Your sure. story of your Pinto and your friends. and <laughs> It was just like yesterday. Oh, wait, maybe it was yesterday. No. <laughs> it was just like yesterday, though. Seriously. Your bald head <laughs> tells me that it's not just yesterday. <laughs> uh, it's all good, man. It's all it good. is all good. Nobody on the beach I feel it in the 
with an earthquake, birds and snakes, an airplane, Lenny Bruce is not afraid. I have a hurricane, listen to yourself, turn world serves its own needs, dummy serve your own needs, feed it up an ox, speak, grunt, no strength, the ladder starts to clatter with fear, fight down, high wire in a fire, representing seven games in a government for hire in a combat site, left to us coming in a hurry with the furies breathing down your neck. My team reporters baffle Trump, Jenna Kraft, look at that, no plane, fine, then, uh-oh, overflow, population, common food, but it'll do, save yourself, serve yourself, world, serve its own needs, listen to your heart, bleed, dummy with the rapture and the rabbit and the right, right, you patriotic, patriotic, slam, fight, bright, like feeling, pretty sight, it's the end of the world as we know it, it's the end of the world as we know it, it's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine. Six o'clock, TV hour, don't get caught in four towers, slice and burn, return, listen to yourself, churn. Locking in, uniform and foot, burning blood, letting every motive escalate, automotive, incinerate, light a candle, light a motor, step down, step down, watch your heel, crush, crush, uh-oh, this means no fear, cavalier, renegade, steer, clear, turn them in, a turn them in, a turn them in, a fly. Solutions off of the alternatives and I decline. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. I feel fine. So R.E.M., I love that song. 
I uh, I don't attach summer to it, you know, because REM for me was getting uh, my sophomore year, junior year, University of Michigan. I'm in the fraternity. We're having our amazing parties at the Alpha Tau Omega House on Cambridge in Ann Arbor. And so I have all these memories. But REM was really attached to college and more fall, winter versus summer. That's just my imagery. This is a summer song for you, though, The End of the World. Yeah, because it's the end of the world as we all know it, and I feel fine. So the end of the summer to me was always the end of the world because I always had so much fun in the summertime before I went back to school or back to work or back to whatever. So for me, it's a summer song because they really embodied, you know, the end of an era that yeah. there was was three months or two months or you know, it was a two week vacation before we went back to work, regardless, or, you know, you, you got off the leave and had to go back to, to the Marine Corps. That's why it's on the list. That's how it is. I think even now, even as adults, right? Summer ends Labor Day and then, okay, okay. Q4, we got to make our numbers. You know, we're going to go back indoors more and more. It, it, even now the seasonal change, at least for those in the Northern hemisphere, um, it feels like the end of something really. That it's just kind of like, okay, it's not really over. It's not going to, we're not going to get all dull and, and all depressed that it's the end. Um, we're going to sing it's the end of the world as we all well know it. And I feel fine. And I feel fine. It's and okay. I feel fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah man. Love it. Love it. So here's a little comment about summer, a little observation. We are ripped off by summer because for me, and this struck me recently, we are, we are taken advantage of the world is, is mistimed in my opinion, because right now we're approaching the first day of summer, right? We're still at the end of spring. This is you know, sort of a early to mid June. The day is coming the 22nd, 21st of June, 21st. where we hit the, the, the equinox, right? Yep. So what the heck is this? After that, the days get shorter. Just as we hit summer, <laughs> oh, summer, summer stuff, barbecue. Well, every day is shorter and shorter and shorter. That should start in the end of August, not at the first day of summer. That To me, that, that's like, you know, Oh, you want summer? Oh, too bad. I'm going to take a little summer away from you every day, so and then true. it'll be fall. Thanks. So thanks. True. Thanks a lot. So true. We're getting robbed. We're getting I robbed. I agree. It's just like changing the clocks back, which I think they finally abolished that. Didn't did they? they? they did Is that they official? Get rid of changing the clocks, so maybe it won't be as bad this year. We'll see. We should be living on the equator, maybe. All right. Uh, the end of the world. Let's go back to Supertramp. Now, this is me shoving in a song into our playlist, Steve. I could not let you <laughs> not include Goodbye Stranger from Supertramp. And then right after that, more Beach Boys with Good Vibrations. You're listening to Lester the Nightfly.
what you say is the undisputed truth. But I have to have things my own way to keep me in my youth. Like a ship without an anchor, like a slave without a chain, just a thought of those sweet ladies as I ship out through my veins.
colorful clothes she wears And the way the sunlight plays upon her hair PJ Ewing, but more important, it's Steve Furman here on Lester the Nightfly. We're doing summertime rock and roll. We're really looking back. Hopefully, we're delivering the goods to you. If you would like to volunteer your favorite songs, you can email me at pjdj at lesterthenightfly.com. PJDJ, lesterthenightfly.com, or you can just visit the site, make a comment on this show. 
I really would love to hear what we missed. Where Steve and PJ just fell short. Well, We'd what love we to know. Let we us want to know. We want to know. Um, okay. We heard uh, Goodbye Stranger, Good Vibrations. Anything to say about those? Good Vibrations I could talk about because that is a true anthem for summer. Um, as far as I, I, I can remember, you know, um, the Beach Boys just really knew how to chill. They are the quintessential California laid back summertime, right songs at the right time with the right lyrics, always, like always. I think every song they, they, they produce, I can't think of a bad one of them. I can't either. Not it's, one. it's kind of ridiculous. It, yeah, it's almost obnoxious a little bit. But yeah, every single song is just like amazing. And they, they've grown more amazing as time's gone by. I mean, they're, you know. Now, wait a minute. What Do we know the status of the beach? I mean, they're, they're not performing. Or are they still? These or? days, people, everybody's performing these days because I think everyone's running out of money. So they're all coming back. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, look at the Rolling Stones. They, they've been 50-something uh, years still playing. I'd like to see somebody like an Aerosmith come back. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, why not? I, I don't That's see funny. why not Steve Tyler still got the pipes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's a, he's a, a lunatic yeah, well, in, in the best way, <laughs> in the best way possible. I, I saw an interview with him. Did we talk about this once? I saw an interview with him, uh, with his black nail polish and his androgyny in between this. And, uh, they asked him how much money did you spend on drugs? And he said, I think I spent about a million dollars on, on drugs. <laughs> and he was not, he wasn't trying to be, sensational i think i think he was oh he's probably being honest yeah but, and again different time different error people did different things and you know yeah. different you know we didn't include any aerosmith on this no we didn't dream on oh, maybe that would have been a, a, an amazing song oh. been perfect i don't know why That's you're listening to this show we keep blowing it i don't That's know why you're you know what the good news is the more we miss it gives us more chance to come back and do this again that's right and that's fix right and you know you can on. go ahead and go to Spotify and listen to this music, but you don't get Steve and you don't get PJ. You don't get PJ. It's no. all about you, Ben. No, exactly. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll go with that. Good <laughs> vibrations. Uh, let's go. Let's relax. Let's relax a little bit with a couple, three in a row, three relaxed, comfortable. Um, and I'll let you can fill in your own memories. We're going to go with Jimmy Buffett, Margaritaville, sweet home, Alabama, Leonard Skinner, and take it easy from the Eagles. Nibbling on sponge cake Watching the sun bake All of those tourists covered with oil Strumming my six strings on my front porch swing Smell of shrimp there beginning to boil Wasting away again in Margaritaville Searching for my lost sugar salt Thank you. 
stayed here all season Nothing to show but this brand new tattoo But it's a real beauty A Mexican cutie How it got here I haven't a clue
Margaritaville, uh, back to Jimmy Buffett, Florida days, just sitting back, chilling, got your feet up, got your sandals on, you're on the beach, life is good, there's nothing's going to bother you. And and uh, quite honestly, in the same vein, Sweet Home Alabama, <clears throat> it's like an anthem, especially when I lived in Florida, you know, I was never really a, um, a Southerner, quote unquote, because I was really born and raised in New Jersey, but I did spend a good number of years there, and you know, Skinner's just Amazing. I saw Dickie Betts actually in Vegas. Oh God. Must've been like 10, 11 years ago, maybe nine years ago you know, with the pandemics. My years are all a little bit messed up, but he just walked up and his band was playing. He just grabbed a guitar and just started playing. <laughs> and he just started rocking out, you know, doing uh, 
some 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 Skinner as as they they deserve the justice. Um, so those songs really really hit me home. Take it easy, you know. The Eagles have always been a band that I've loved and I've cherished. Um, again, another band that I can't think of any songs that they didn't do that were amazing. Um, they just recently, you know, said for Don, but they did or um, Glenn Fry rather. They just recently. Um, and I've seen them a couple of times in the last three or four years, actually. They just started playing Wasted Time. They, I saw Hotel California um, a show at the Garden uh, in the last, I guess, like a little over a year ago. And they've never done Wasted Time live. I don't know why. It's an amazing song. They've never done it live. And they played it live. They played the whole album. Actually, a girl came out, walked up on stage with the album in her hands and walked across the stage holding up Hotel California album and then walked back to a record player, an old fashioned record player, took the album out of the cover, like the old days, dropped the needle and we heard the crackling of the vinyl. <laughs> Remember those days? And boom, lights came up and there they were, they're just playing, you know, to just started playing. It was just, I got chills just now telling the story. It was phenomenal. It's beautiful. It lasted, it's, it's just a form. The cassette was revolutionary. Mm -hmm. And there's some content out there. If you ever listen to podcasts, there's a podcast series um, by Radio Lab called Daku. And I would advise anyone to look that up and start listening. In fact, I included one on a Lester the Nightfly blog um, within the last few months. The cassette tape changed the world. There are many instances where it changed China. It changed recorded material it allowed laugh tracks it allowed it, it, the, the the cassette is is much more revolutionary i think but we revere the record we revere the needle we revere that warm sound there's a huge resurgence i don't quite understand it i have vinyl i've purchased vinyl recently steve i don't play it i did it to support the artists so i wanted to buy their vinyl and have it there's a band that I interviewed, uh, uh, Etienne de Rocher, last summer, and it's um, uh, a band called Haunted Shed, and I bought the vinyl just to be good, you know, be supportive. But I'll never play that record. But yet, we think back on that moment, and it represents all of our youth. That's what we would go buy. Our store in Michigan, in Farmington Hills, a bicycle ride across a road that was kind of dangerous was called Harmony House. There were 12 Harmony Houses in the Southeast Michigan, Detroit area. One was nearby in Farmington Hills. And we would ride our bikes and go into Harmony House and save our hard-earned little shekels. And we'd peruse the, the thing and we'd find records. And that's where I got much of my taste from, from you know, my youth was at that little store, which is, long, of course, long gone, Harmony House. So I'm going to take you back a little bit in uh, 19... I guess it was 80, no, 80, no, it was 81, 1981. I was in Korea in Pusan or Osan. Yeah, I think it was Pusan. And um, I bought a TIAC dual cassette player. Now you got to think, we're talking 1981. Having one cassette player was pretty cool, but having an actual teak wooden frame device that had two cassettes so you can tape from one to the other. So dueling, dueling cassette player, which I still have, and I still have about 65 cassette tapes that I can still listen to today. Some are a little distorted, some are a little perfect, but some of them, you know, it's just like it was way back when. 
and and I cherish that. I still have that to, to enjoy. You know, it's still a part of my history. It's amazing. Keep those. I I remember recording the radio, hmm. <laughs> like like certain shows that I like, and I don't have those cassettes. Oh, it's a shame. My wife's love... a big record collector. She's got the vinyl. So, so let me just do this for a second and then we're going to get back to our rock and roll everyone. But let me just tell you a little story. And again, I listened, I learned this from that radio lab documentary. The, uh, Iran was in turmoil and there was this guy, the Shah, and he was running the country and outside was the Ayatollah. And he was, I believe in Paris, suburban Paris, and they wanted to bring the Ayatollah back, the, the, the lunatic right back to run Iran and they needed to influence the people. So what they would do, this is real. This is blows your mind real. I talked about the cassette changing the world. Uh, I'll tell you two quick stories. The, the Iranian story is that he would speak on the phone and do a rant and a rave and a craziness. And they, he would talk to uh, somebody in Iran. They would record it within 24 hours they would have duplicated that speech to a hundred thousand people two hundred thousand a million multiple million people with cassettes and those cassettes would move all through iran and everyone would listen to what the ayatollah had to say and that went on and on and on and the handlers all thought that they were bringing back the, the a good guy until he was installed and they realized he was insane and also a blithering idiot and that all happened the influence they were all very regretful later they didn't know what they were doing oh we got to get rid of the shah well yeah you got rid of the shah and you ended up with a true crazy person but it was through cassette that's story number one story number two in the united states we made cassettes like crazy we went nuts for the cassette it was this really great format we overproduced lots of cassettes. We made extra millions upon millions of rock set recordings or whatever the heck the band was, right? They would dump those cassettes. They would first cut them with a little cut. They call it a cutout. They would cut the thing so it wouldn't play and they'd ship the plastic material in crates to China. Somebody in China figured out, oh, wait a minute. If we just do a little thing here and wind them together again, we can play that thing. All of the loser bands that we didn't love and never purchased ended up becoming giant artists in China because Steve, at the time, there was one radio station that all of China listened to and it played six Chinese symphonies. That's the end of the story. <laughs> there was no music. And so these bizarre, not really great bands, some great, but mostly unloved extra cassettes that we didn't buy ended up in, I mean, billions of feet of foot. I mean, people, you go around China, they would be, they'd sell them. They would have little people spinning them together, put them back together, and then they would start selling them for 10 cents and they spread all through China. And that influenced China and an opening of China to Western culture, our old cassettes. True story. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, you just took a pencil in the middle and you could spin them right up. I fixed many. Well, yeah, and they, there was a physical thing where you broke it, like you couldn't play it, and they they just would just just fix it. They'd rehouse it or whatever. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? That's awesome. That has nothing to do with summer rock and roll, Steve. Nothing at all, but it was a great story. <laughs> <laughs> great story. <laughs> Thank you. 
So I loved Sammy Hagar's version of Van Halen. So I really did. And, and it was really because John Dietrich, my 
fraternity brother from Alaska who was at the University of Michigan fell in love with 5150 and we would go to his room. He had a great stereo and we called it the triple suite. We had three rooms around a middle room in our fraternity house in Ann Arbor, Alpha Tau Omega. And every night after dinner, we would play at great volumes, 5150, about four or five songs. And then we would go to the library to study. So this is not really summer, but man, does it, it remind me of summer a little bit. The music is summer-like. Do you, do you have any love of Love Walks In or a Radio Free Europe at all? They weren't really your selections. Again, another, another phenomenal harmonized song. You know, how can you not like that? It's just, you know, and again, I'm not a huge Sammy Hagar versus David Lee Roth with Van Halen fan. But like I said before, I think um, phenomenal physician, uh, musician, uh, phenomenal voice. And I think there were some really good songs like, you know, when Love Comes Walking In. Radio Free Europe. Radio Free Europe is, um, it was, see, the funny thing is that's my first introduction to R.E.M. because that was a college song that the fraternities and sororities, we, that was like a hit. Wow. For, so that was, that, that, was my, that was my intro to R.E.M., that song. Isn't that interesting? That is that, and, and look, the reality is, no matter how old I am or not, um, I have definitely not heard every song, and that's one that I, I, I can't <laughs> yeah. tell you that I remember
You're listening to Steve Furman and PJ Ewing. We're on Lester the Nightfly. We're doing a summertime rock and roll. We've got one more song, Steve. The heat of the moment was just everywhere for a little while. Yeah. So can you name all the people that was in Asia? I don't know any of the people in Asia. Can you tell me? Do you know? No, I used to know all of them. Let's look it up. We should look that up. <laughs> we should look it up. We should look it up, and then we'll, then we'll have the answer. We then we'll have the look. answer, and we can look. Yeah. So we can sound smart. <laughs> band, Asia band. Great harmonies. They were all like top top name brand. It was a strategic thing. Yes, I remember that. Let me read to us. Asia are an English rock supergroup. Okay, formed in London in 1981. The most commercially successful lineup was its original which consisted of four members of different progressive rock bands that had enjoyed great success in the 70s. John Welton of King Crimson, there's one. Steve Howe of Yes. Jeff Downs of Yes and The Buggles. Wow. And then drummer Carl Palmer of Emerson, Lake & Palmer. There we go. There we go. Their debut, Asia, released in 1982, remains their best-selling album. Yeah, makes sense. And went to number one in several countries. The lead single from the album, Heat of the Moment, remains their top-charting and best-known song, reaching top 40, over a dozen markets, peaking in the U.S. at number four. Billboard Hot 100, number one, and on other charts. Interesting. It looks like they changed members after that. But um, for me, the Heat of the Moment is like quintessential summer. Oh, that was just an amazing song. To this day, it's still an amazing song. I think it will be forever. I never meant to be so bad to you. One thing I said that I would never do.
What is it, Steve? It you know we, you you and I can turn this music on and we can we right now we wouldn't know the lyrics, but when the music starts, we would. Oh my we god! We know every the melodies. Word. Every word. Every word. <laughs> All I can remember now is is in the heat of the moment. Going da, 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 da. Tell me what your heart felt. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Something like that. But when the song's playing, I'll know every word. It, it comes back. It, it's the strangest thing. And I know there are very notable scholarly people. A guy named Oliver Sacks comes to mind who studied audio and the brain and how we remember things. Uh, if you've ever, if you're ever curious about how the brain works and interacts with music, uh, there's a book called Musicophilia. Okay. And it's, uh, he's, he's gone, uh, but he was one of the most notable um, psychotherapists, uh, scientists, uh, you know, studious kind of guys, really uh, well-known British man, uh, was recorded and, and interviewed a million times on Radio Lab and by, by people here in, the, in New York. But Oliver Sacks wrote a bunch of books and Musicophilia describes how the brain works with music and how passageways are sort of embedded and, and our, our memory works. It's an endless, uh, inter endlessly interesting thing, I think. But but we live it right, and you and I, when we hear these songs, "Heat of the Moment," you hear some of the the, the songs from the Eagles. I mean, it takes you to a time, a place. You can smell, you can see, you can yeah. really be back there, living that moment. And it's funny as a singer, um, you know, there's there's so many songs that are just embedded in your brain that you haven't heard for ten or fifteen or twenty years. It just boom, come out. Then there's songs that you sing all the time and you have to think for a split second. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was next. That, that was going to come up, you know, while the bass player is doing his thing, a lead guitar is hitting a riff, whatever. So, yeah, it, it's crazy how the, how the brain works. I'd love to check that out. Uh, it's worth it's worth a look. I mean, if you want to do it from the sort of a studious point of view, it's a it's kind of an interesting thing. You know, whatever your music is, whatever your genre is, um, it's all good, man. Just get out there and enjoy yourself and, and kind of let it happen. You know, just try and remember, you know, where you were, what you were doing when those cool vibes hit you, whatever they were, whether it's hip hop, rock and roll, jazz, it doesn't matter what it is. You know, in, in 30 years, 40 years, people are going to look back on 2022 
<laughs> like you and I look at 1978, 1980, 1985, yep. and, and they're going to look back at the music of this year. And I don't know if it'll be rock and roll. For some, it will be. You sure. know, there's a lot of rock and roll going on out there. There's a lot of singer-songwriter. Of course, there's a tremendous amount of hip-hop. Um, a lot of country. A lot of country. Oh, you're yeah. right. There's a huge resurgence of country going on right huge now. Huge amount of country. And there's some loyal followers, I'll tell you. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, and, and that's going to be the summer of 2022. I guess the last thing I would like to say on this is it's fun for Steve. It's fun for PJ. It's fun to do this kind of show. And, and I, will, I will cherish this. I'm going to listen to this thing over and over again because I love the music and I love talking to you, Steve. But I also know that um, there's there's music this year that you and I, Steve, we should be trying to consume. We don't live back then. We live now. And right around us, there's amazing music going on. And our job, I think, for, for the next three months, even though the days are getting shorter, which totally pisses me <laughs> off, um, for the next three months, we should be looking for those summer songs that are going to remind us of this summer because we're all going to be making, hopefully, great memories right now going forward. Absolutely. And I will just uh, give a little of my own personal advice is listen to different types of music. I listen to Alt Nation. I listen to classic rock. I listen to some jazz. I listen to a lot of different types of music because I think it just makes you a better, well-rounded person. Can't argue with that. You know, when you ask people about what they love, a lot of people say, oh, I'm kind of all over the place. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's awesome. That's yeah. great. Right. Yeah. Hey, man, it's been a real pleasure having you on the show. Ah, oh, you're the best. Thanks so much, PJ. I love you, man. Well, baby, there you stand With your little head down in your hand Oh my God Can't believe It's happening again Your baby's gone And you're all alone And it looks like the end You're back out on the street Trying to remember
If I could only stop my mind from wondering what I left behind, and from worrying about this wasted has been a PJ DJ production.